Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about securities law. It's one of the fastest moving and continually evolving areas of the law. There are new rules coming that were announced by the Securities and Exchange Commission just this week. At the end of August, the SEC also changed the definition of an accredited investor. These changes, when taken together, represent some significant changes to the landscape for how syndicators can go about raising capital. The link to the full press release on the SEC website is available in the show notes, and I urge you to go get a copy of the release and read it for yourself. You'll also want to confer with your securities attorney to get their interpretation of the rule changes and what it might mean for your business. The Securities and Exchange Commission voted on Monday of this week, in their words, to amend its rules in order to harmonize, simplify, and improve the multi-layer and overly complex exempt offering framework. These amendments will promote capital formation and expand investment opportunities while preserving or improving important investor protections. So they've introduced a new concept called integration. When an issuer makes more than one offering in close proximity to each other, the SEC will integrate them and view them as a single offering to ensure compliance. This measure is designed to protect investors, and it's designed to ensure that sponsors are not trying to thread the needle between rules or, in fact, to evade compliance with the rules. For example, most exemptions don't allow for solicitation, but there are a couple that do allow for solicitation. And perhaps there was a history of sponsors in the past soliciting accredited investors under one offering and then allowing non-accredited investors to essentially the same investment under a different second offering that was eligible for non-accredited investors. The SEC wants to put a stop to that kind of abuse of the rules. They've also attached clear guidance as to when integration would apply and when it wouldn't. There are new rules affecting Regulation A. Briefly, the amendments raise the maximum offering under a Tier 2 from 50 to 75 million, and they raise the maximum offering amount for secondary sales under Tier 2 from 15 to 22.5 million. There are new rules under crowdfunding regulations. These are significant. They have raised the offering limit for the Reg CF from 1.07 million to 5 million in a 12 month period. They've amended the investment limits for investors in regulation crowdfunding by removing investment limits for accredited investors, and they changed the definition of the maximum investment amount. They've relaxed some of the financial reporting requirements for small issuers below 250,000. The SEC also recognized that there was a need for some syndicators to test the waters on an offering before going forward with a full offering. These test the waters or demo day communications have been amended. They've amended the offering communication rules. So they permit an issuer to use generic solicitation of interest to test the waters for an exempt offering in order to determine which exemption it will use for the actual sale of the securities. It's also permitting crowdfunding regulations to test the waters prior to filing an offering under Regulation A. They've also provided that certain demo day communications will not be deemed a general solicitation or general advertising. They've got some other specific exemptions. They have, for example, changed the 506B private placement offering so that some of the disclosures align more closely with the Regulation A offerings. They've added a new item to the non-exclusive list of verification methods in Regulation 506E. That's the accreditation verification. And they've simplified certain requirements for Regulation A offerings to establish greater consistency between Regulation A and registered offerings. While Regulation A is an exempt offering, in my mind, it looks very similar to a registered offering. 
and they've harmonized the definitions and disqualification provisions for bad actors under Regulation D, Regulation A, and Regulation Crowdfunding. All of these changes will be effective 60 days after publication in the Federal Register, except for the crowdfunding changes which will be effective immediately on publication in the Federal Register. So for those of you looking to syndicate deals for real estate, the amended crowdfunding regulations look particularly interesting. Under the old rules, when you were limited to just over a million dollars in a 12-month period, that was too small for most projects, making it impractical as a tool for most real estate investors. By raising the limit to $5 million, it opens up the possibility of crowdfunding for mainstream multifamily apartment projects. For example, imagine if you're looking to purchase a $20 million project that might have, say, 150 units. You could raise $5 million in equity and bring the rest of the capital in bank financing. This now is starting to look very practical for mainstream multifamily apartment projects. Now, of course, securities regulations are not for the do-it-yourself-minded folks. Again, you want to ensure that you're following the rules. They are complex, and I regularly consult with my securities lawyer to make sure we're doing things properly. So you think about that, check out the news release from the SEC, and have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.